Well, hello, this is Kimberly Brock, and for over 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. So now I'm on a mission to help other new business owners, just like you, make money doing what you love too. Now we're going to have some fun, so let's get started. Well, hello, this is Kimberly. It's episode 166, and I am so glad that you are here today. Today, we're talking about a little bit of a serious topic. You'll know I'm pretty positive and upbeat, but sometimes we've got to take it down and keep it real and face the facts that your business is not your whole life. It it is not your whole life as much as we get obsessed with it and love it. So today we're going to talk about that. And I'm just so happy you're here. If you're new, welcome to this podcast. Each week I provide you valuable tips and strategies for starting and building a business, doing what you love. If you're new, listen up. You need to get plugged in right now. And what do I mean by plugged in? Get the tools and get surrounded by people who actually understand what you're going through. So whether you're in the idea stage whether you're starting or you're growing, get in my free Facebook group. It's called Women Starting Businesses, Doing What We Love. You're welcome to come in there and surround yourself with other women who are starting and building their businesses too. And there is a link below down in the show notes. So if you scroll down right now, you will see the link. Also, if you're new here and you're in the idea stage, I have a guide for you to help you kind of narrow down your ideas. It's called an Guy guide. I know that sounds like a weird name. It's I-K-I-G-A-I, guide. Guide, it's a Japanese term that means a reason for being. Okay. So grab that guide. Or if you're in the starting stage, I have a 16 step checklist for starting your business, whether it's a product or a service business. It's going to keep you on track. People tell me they love it because they can just sit there and check everything off. Okay. So make sure you grab those. And if you've been listening a while, thank you so much to all my loyal listeners. I'm just on a high this week. We had Grow Getters opening and we got some new members. And I'm just, oh my gosh, so excited to get to know all you new members and help you get your business growing and to consider consistent sales. And we've got new members in the Just Getting Started group for all of those of you that are just starting your business. Did y'all know I have this new group, y'all? It's $7 a month. Oh, yes. You get everything mapped out for you for how to start your business successfully to go from idea to open and to set yourself up for success. Everything's laid out for you, all the plans, everything you need to do. So come join the group and I do live coaching and it's super fun. So again, that's called the Just Getting Started group. So that is it. Okay, on to the episode. Well, hello everyone. How are you? How has your week been? I am recording this here in the middle of December and oh my gosh, everyone is so busy and crazy and you've got a million things going on and buying gifts and planning for the holidays and traveling and all the stuff. So I'm sure you all are super busy and I'm just so glad that you've taken time today to listen to this episode because I think it's super important. It's actually very apropos for this time of year, okay, because I know that We want to be working on our businesses. We want to be bringing in an extra income. We want to be marketing them in extra ways. You know, we want to do anything we can to be making as much money as possible, right? And we want to be doing all the things to bring in sales, to be marketing, to be present, to make sure our website is perfect or our Etsy shop is good or whatever it is, right? We're wanting to do all these things because we love our businesses. We love what we do. We love helping our clients and customers who get excited about what we offer. We love the difference that we make in people's lives. 
We love that we get to make money doing what we love. We we love all of this. Can we agree? Right? You shake your head. Yes, we agree. We love all of that. But here's the deal. Everyone listening, this is a public service announcement. <laughs> your business is not your whole life. It is not the most important thing in your life. It really isn't. I know that it's important you're saying, but wait, I have to make money. I have to make a living. I have to pay, put money in college funds. I have to pay for school. I have to pay for this. I have to pay for dance. I have to pay for sports. I have to pay for life. I have to pay bills. I have to pay a car payment. I have to make insurance payments. I have to do these things. I have to support my family. I get it. It is super important in your life. Okay, your business is super important. But I'm going to tell you now, I want to relieve the pressure off of you because some of you don't realize that you're getting in this mode where you've made it the most important thing in your life. And that's a big mistake. It's a big mistake. There is so much more to you than your business. And you're probably wondering, how is she saying this? She is the one who's showing up every week, encouraging me to start my business and work on it. And I am. I am. And let me tell you something. I am that person who would work on their business 80 bazillion hours a week. I would all the time because I love it. I love getting creative with things. I love coming up with ideas. I love changing words on my website. Y'all, I'm a total nerd, like total nerd. I like to update my hub for the Just Getting Started group members and the Grow Getters members. Like I love doing that stuff. I love playing on Canva. I love coming up with ideas for podcast episodes. I love it all. I could work all the time, all the time. And I'm that person who has had to put limits on myself. And that's why I'm sharing this with you today, because I think there's some of you out there that are thinking about your business all the time. You lay awake at night in bed and you're worrying about it, or you're walking around and you're like half thinking about your business, half doing whatever else you're supposed to be doing, like me. And we have to stop. And I have had to train myself to stop doing that because other stuff has come up in my life that's been more important. It always has been more important, but I've had some other big things coming up. You know, y'all, I've had the weird health issues. It's still going on, but I'm good. My brain is intact. I feel good. My body's just weird right now. But I think God probably put this in my life to wake me up and make me realize <laughs> You know, your work isn't everything. You've got to be present. Other things are going to come up, right? Things are going to come up in your life. You are, may have someone you love pass away, or you have to take care of them. You have to be a caretaker. You have to take care of a child. You have to do things that you didn't have to do before. Your spouse loses a job, and now you're really under the gun with this business. But even if that is the case, it is still not the most important thing in your life. And I want to go through what is important. Number one, your physical health. Please do not neglect your physical health, even though you're starting a business. Because <laughs> I see some of you make that excuse and you're like, well, I'm starting a business. I don't have time to take care of myself. Let me tell you something. You have to make time to take care of your physical health. I am a physical health advocate. <laughs> I just crowned myself that. I just titled myself that because like, it is in my bloodstream. I joined a gym. Listen to this. When I was in high school, and I was on the tennis team and a cheerleader, I joined a fitness gym. Why? 
because I love physical fitness. I love the camaraderie of like a group, even though I do something solo, you know, like I used to run a lot and go on walks. I do something solo, but I love physical fitness and I always wanted to be in shape and I knew how good it made me feel. That is really what it is. It makes me feel so happy. It releases the endorphins and the dopamine or whatever it is when you exercise. And I literally feel like it's a drug. And so once I started in high school going to the gym and like doing fitness classes, I used to do step and step aerobics and all this stuff. Loved it. I've never stopped. I've never stopped because I love it. And it's also my escape. Like I can even think about business or think about other things or watch a silly Netflix show or listen to music. I can kind of do other things while I'm working out sometimes, depending on what I'm doing. And that's fun for me because it gives me that time to not only get physically healthy, but if there is something on my mind, I like actually have some what you would think would be quiet time sort of while you're working out to think things through logically. And when your blood is flowing, you get tons of good ideas. Like I'll go on walks and have a million ideas. And like, it's just great. You're, you're not only helping your heart, your bloodstream. We know all this, right? And you know, it, when you're working out and you're getting healthy, your body starts looking a little better and it's a great feeling, right? And you should be eating well and all that. I'm not going to go into that. But what I want to say is your physical health is of the top three things, okay? Your physical health, you need to take care of your body. So please do not neglect your body just because you started a business. Maybe you can't work out as much or as often, okay? But you can still take care of your body and you have to, okay? God gave you this body. This is what you're going to have your whole life. And it's an important part of your life, okay? So physical health, do not neglect it. That's number one. Number two, your mental health. We all hear about the mental health issues. In fact, this week as I'm recording this, I don't know if any of y'all saw or knew who he was, the gentleman named Twitch that used to be like the DJ on the Ellen show. And if you don't know who he is, just search Twitch Ellen and you'll probably recognize him. Super good dancer, super joyful spirit, happy awesome. And he took his own life this week. And it was shocking to people. And I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer here, but we all have to face that mental health is super important. I remember when I had my third child, Ava, and I was running my businesses, they were very busy. And I was even scared to take on a third child because I was so scared. Like I loved my businesses and I knew like if I have another child, I'm not going to be able to keep growing and pushing you forward in some of the directions that I wanted to go with the business. It was going to be something that I kind of sacrificed and know that I'm going to be giving my time to a child. And my husband and I made that decision and that was fine. But after I had her, I was running the businesses and I went through massive postpartum depression, massive. And I was having anxiety attacks at night. She was the sweetest little baby, but she could not sleep well unless you were holding her. (laughs) or touching her or moving, you know, like rocking her or doing something. And I started freaking out. I'm like, how am I supposed to be working tomorrow? How am I going to be doing this? She's keeping me up all night. I've got to work all day long tomorrow. And I've got two other kids and a husband and everything else I was doing. I went through it. It was very hard. I went through postpartum with my first child also. I did not go through it with my second child. Don't ask me why, but I didn't. It was only my first and my third. I don't know if it was because they were girls. (laughs) I have no idea. I mean, they're both my my two daughters. My middle one's a son. I have no idea. But for whatever reason, that's what happened to me. I got like anxiety and it just, it was bad. Okay. 
but I finally came out of it. So there's hope for you, but you have to take care of your mental health. You have to get help when you need help. You have to talk to your family members. You have to express that you are struggling. If you've got things going on in your life, you know, my husband was very in tune and would try to help me as much as he could. In fact, he would, you know, try to feed Ava when she was a baby every night when she was up in the middle of the night and she, he would send me down into our guest bedroom in the basement and I still couldn't sleep. And then I was having more anxiety because I knew that I should be sleeping and I wasn't sleeping and then I was putting him out. Now he was going to be tired for work and it was this whole like drama that I had going on in my head. And for those of you that have new babies when you start a business, this could happen to you. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just telling you the stress of bringing a child in when you don't really know how to deal with it and each baby has their own issues and you're trying to work and you need to feel rested and you're trying to be a good partner, wife, spouse, whatever. It can be hard. You have to take care of your mental health. If you have other things going on in your life, maybe you deal with anxiety. Maybe it has nothing to do with children or postpartum or anything like that, but you just have anxiety or you have depression or you have issues. I tell you today that you need to find a trusted friend at the very least or your partner and have a way to deal with this. Maybe you have a journal. Maybe you go to online counseling now. There's so many cool online virtual ways that you can deal with mental health. You can get a counselor that can be covered with your insurance, okay? And you can do things like that. There are so many ways to get help, and we could talk about that all day. But my point of this is that your mental health is super important. And so I don't want you to ever let that stray because you are so focused on your business that you just like keep going and then you turn into this crazy person and you don't take care of yourself. Your mental health is super important. Okay, that's number two. So let's review again. What are the three important things in your life? Number one, your physical health. That's what you need to take care of, okay? Over your business. I believe that. I think you need to be physically healthy because you can't be a good owner if you're sick, if you're physically ill, if you're not in shape, if you're having a hard time. If you do end up getting stressed, it can hurt you physically, okay? So I think you need to take care of yourself, right? Number two is your mental health. If you are having problems, reach out. If you feel it, the first step is just to admit, you know what? Hey, I'm struggling. You can talk to a friend. You can post it in our Women Starting Businesses Facebook group. It's a safe place. If you're one of my grow-getters or just getting started group members, you know we have our smaller communities and they're very safe places where you can just share, hey, y'all, this has been my struggle. If you feel comfortable doing that, otherwise a friend, a sibling, anyone that, a neighbor, someone that you can just say, what do you think I should do? Any advice? Um, Have you gone through this? Do you know anyone who's gone through this? Please take care of your mental health because you cannot be a reliable, an effective business owner if you are struggling with something that you can't get a hold of. It's not to say that you can't be a good business owner and still have mental health issues that you're working through. The point is to be working through them in the background so you're not being just so ineffective and crazy while you're doing it. Do y'all know what I'm saying? When I say crazy, I don't mean that derogatory. I just mean like out of your mind, right? And not being yourself not being yourself. Okay. Okay. So physical health, mental health. And can you guess the third one? I'm going to call this one your relationship health. Okay. I don't even know if that's a real term relationship health, but relationship health, your relationships with God, your family, maybe it's kids, maybe it's your really good friends. 
Everyone listen to me right now. You need to be present for your people. You need to be present for your people. And I'm the first one to admit that I have spent many a months and days and maybe even years not being totally present. And this was years and years ago, but I was racing around like a chicken with my head cut off, worrying about my businesses, trying to do this, working on the website. I mean, just everything, shipping orders, ordering things, unboxing, sorting, everything, taking care of customer service, taking care of people that worked for me. And I wasn't totally present with my family a lot of the time. And I remember my husband like saying, listen, you need to stop working. You need to be present. And you know what? It's a real thing. And if you feel like that's happening to you, you need to take a step back and say, you know what? What are my real priorities in life? Like tell yourself the title of this episode. My business is not the most important thing in my life. It's not. I don't believe that it should be. And I think if you're here, you probably agree with me that when it comes down to it, and we hate to admit it, but it's not the most important thing. Our relationships are the most important thing with God, with our family, with our friends, but we need to be present. You need to be present when you're in conversations with your kids, when you're taking them places, when you're in the car and you have those moments, because you know what? God knows that you are not around these kids as much as they are at school and everywhere else. I mean, my daughter is probably gone more, my 14-year-old that still lives at home, is gone more than she is with us, right? So I need to be present. I often have to tell myself like in the car, like I'll be thinking about my business or something I could do, or I'll come up with a podcast episode or thinking about a training for my grow getters or something. And I'm like, I have to stop and be present with her and talk to her and have conversation and be present whenever I'm helping or for shopping. And I really am trying to be really good about cutting work off and like being done and not even being on my laptop downstairs because I have a computer upstairs. I have a laptop downstairs. I have a phone. I have iPad. I mean, I could be working anywhere I go, right? And the same is probably for you too. We have to cut it off so that we can be present, okay? Because if we're just feeding this work energy into our brain constantly and like looking at our phone and checking the email or looking at social or typing in something to a customer or doing something like we're not present, we're not developing the relationships that are important for our whole life, for our whole life. These people, friends, family, everyone that you spend time with, that you love dearly, you owe it to them to share your best self. So cut off work when you can. Maybe if you do have to spend extra hours working, do it at night when people are, kids are in bed or when your friends aren't around or when you can sneak in extra time, but when you do have the opportunity to be having good conversation and just hang out with your family members, be present. Okay. And a lot of you that listen to me are faith-based and you believe in God, make sure you're not neglecting that relationship right? And I am guilty of all of this, y'all. So I would never be pointing fingers because there's been years where I was so busy in my businesses and raising three young children and my husband was traveling all the time and it was just nuts. And I neglected a lot of things. 
So I really try to keep myself accountable. I'm in a weekly Bible study, and I'm not saying I'm the greatest by any means and that I'm the most faithful human. I'm not. But it's almost like you have to hack yourself. (laughs) You know, I've told y'all before that like if I have snacks out that I will binge, if they are out where I can see them, I will keep going to them and binging them. But like I can buy a bad snack, like a, you know, nutritionally bad snack and hide it from myself, like, like just go hide it in another room. And then it's out of sight, out of mind. I never see it. It's like my own life hack. Like I hack myself. If I don't, if I don't see it, I won't go and eat it. And y'all would be surprised. I do this all the time. I'm like, one of the kids will be like, oh my gosh, mom, didn't you get those whatevers at the store? And I'm like, I did. I totally forgot. Yum. Let's eat those right now. But yet if I had them out in the pantry where I could see them every day, I'd be eating them every day right? So it's kind of like you have to hack yourself. You have to make commitments. So for your relationship health, could you make commitments? Like, you know what? I'm going to go out every weekend. I'm going to ask somebody to go to dinner, or I'm going to make sure I see my friends once a week or once every two weeks or once a month or, you know, once a year I do a girl's trip, for example, with my high school friends. We try to, some of us try to get together and hang out, but you know, it didn't always work out. But that's what we do. Like you have to hold yourself accountable. You have to just, you know, hack yourself and be like, okay, you know what? I am going to get in a Bible study or I am going to have date night with my spouse, or maybe I'm going to have date night with my spouse during the week so that you make yourself stop working or doing other things. And maybe I'll go to lunch. I would start planning things so that you actually hack yourself, (laughs) which sounds so weird, but I'm telling you y'all it works because once you make these commitments to these other things, then you kind of have to do them. And then you're going to be forced to like get stuff done and then be, and then tell yourself to be present, to be present with them and give your best self. They deserve that. They don't deserve half of you. They deserve all of you, your heart. Maybe they have something they want to talk to you about. And you've got to be available and present and create that space so they can do that, right? So all of you listening today, we love our businesses. Our businesses are amazing. We adore them. We love making money doing what we love. We love creating something all our own. We love using our God-given gifts to make a difference. We love to make an impact. We love all of this. We love our clients and customers. I'm obsessed with all my Grow Getters members and all my Just Getting Started group members. I'm so loving getting to know y'all. It's so much fun. I love it all. But my business is not the most important thing in my life. I have to take care of my physical health, my mental health, and my relationship health. You do too. You do too. Okay. I'm so happy you're here. Thank y'all so much for listening. I know this was a serious topic, but I hope it gave you some food for thought. Okay. Well, y'all have an awesome day. Thanks for listening. And until next time, bye now. Now, this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.